You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is the Porpoise Pod with your hosts Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solano. Porpoise Pod continues here. Tobin and Solana reacted to a week one victory for your Miami Dolphins. Uh, we've been covering uh, what the offense did. Mike McDaniel, school and Bill Belichick. I, I cannot wait to listen to Boston media today. I'm, I'm so excited to, to tune in on, uh, on my Odyssey after WEI and hear what those jokers are saying up there. These losers, you know, the, the move, right? It's not going to say they're not going to say that the Dolphins played well or that Tua is uh you know it's finally looking like a different tool with the new weapons they won't credit mike mcdaniel they're gonna say the patriots beat themselves i i'm looking forward to it. good please do please do i i, I cannot i cannot wait I, I cannot wait to hear all the misery that's going to come out of that city it delights me to no end uh let's pop some bottle noses here solana uh give me yes, uh some of your players of the game who are we popping bottle noses here on a on a week one victory so you have to give – I'm going to pop some bottlenoses for uh, Kader Kohu and yes. for Brandon Jones, for, for, for both of those guys. Because, look, it, you know, we could do the Ogba, we could do the Christian Wilkins, we can do the, the Javon Hollins, the, the, uh, the Xavier Howards. Those guys are going to get their flowers this season. You know, okay? They're going to be in the VIP but, section plenty of times this year. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be on the, the, Dolphins, uh, the Dolphins elevator. You know how they always tweet it out That's after right. the game? But like Xavier Howard's going to be on that several times. But Cater Kohu, I mentioned it, with the old school Madden hit stick causing the fumble. Jalen Phillips jumps on it. That was the Dolphins' third takeaway. And then the second touchdown of the game, or excuse me, the first touchdown of the game, Brandon Jones getting to the quarterback. He had a monster game. Those are two guys, especially Cater, undrafted, rookie. Like somebody should have reminded him he's an undrafted rookie. They don't make big plays in the first game of the season like that. He stepped to the moment. And uh, it was it was unbelievable. That was really, really cool from him. He was, uh, I think, in a lot of ways, uh, one of the stories of the game for sure, because, you know, for you to be in this situation in a secondary that star studded. I mean, it, it really does have a lot of guys with a lot of credentials. And you're this undrafted rookie from some small Texas school and to shine like that in multiple ways. What a, what a debut for Cater. That was really, really very, very impressive. Uh, I'm going to pop bottle noses for a couple of people here. I, again, I'm going to go a little more unsung as, uh, as, as in, in the realm of, we know there'll be games where Tua and I'm sure Tyreek Hill and Jay the Wall get plenty, but I was impressed. The other Dolphins debut, Chase Edmonds. I like what yeah. I see from Chase Edmonds. You know, a lot of questions about who was going to be, you know, who's going to be the starting back. He very much clearly is the starting back. Not much of a running game today. Um, and I think one of the things we could say as a concern out of this was the offensive line and Teron Armstead was out at one point, but Austin Jackson hurt his ankle. Greg Little got hurt. Not great. He had to do a lot of reshuffling. He had to kick out Robert Hunt to guard at one point. Um, 
you know, some dicey snaps still, snap still from this Connor Williams. He likes to snap it high. Gotta, <laughs> he does. Gotta, gotta aim it low there, Connor. I don't know what we got to do there, dude, but just, you know, whatever. Go see Brett Romberg. I don't know who we got to see to get your <laughs> snapping under control, but need uh, need some tutelage there. But Chase Edmonds, to me, like had a couple of plays there where it just like it really seemed like nothing was there. And he turned it into something really, really productive. And I think you could see the explosiveness. Seems to have really good chemistry right off the bat from, from with uh, with Tua, which is great. I think that Tua was dishing that ball out to a lot of different guys. Cedric Wilson and uh, Tyreek Hill obviously got a lot of receptions. Jalen Waddle, him and him always have chemistry. But there's a lot of dynamic weapons all around. As much as we talked about the tight end, that was an interesting thing today. We did not see a ton of Mike Gusecki out there today. Very yeah. noticeable. Uh, I think he had like one catch and it was one catch yard. for one yard. And he probably, <laughs> and in that, and in that case, Tua probably should have found uh Tyree kill who was streaking willy nilly down the middle. Uh, and he did it. He ended up going to, to, to Mike Gusecki. That was one of those plays where like Tua definitely could have gotten more there. I don't know if he felt bad for Mike Gusecki. I don't know what was going on there, but he was very much an afterthought. Durham Smythe had a catch, nearly fumbled it. Um, so the tight ends, not great today. Yeah, by, by the way, if there's anything worse than zero catches, it's one catch for one yard. Oh, man, by far. <laughs> right? By far. It's the, it's the only thing worse than zero catches, one catch for one yard. And you mentioned Derb Smythe fumbling. I think he fumbled out of bounds. There was like three or four times uh, yeah, today. Like I noticed that. Randomly. Today, yeah, that was very weird. Very yeah, where, weird. The Dolphins, where the Dolphins fumbled out of bounds. I know a lot of people are going to point to the running game, and I agree, by the way, the running game has to be better. I think they ended with uh, 67 total yards, if I have that correct, but it was something like that. Um, but what bothered me really most was that last year and the year before, we saw the Dolphins struggle. And I think we're going to talk about this more on Tuesday on our next episode, but the Dolphins struggled to get those third and ones, the third and twos. And they did so again today. Like, I'm, I'm glad there was no uh, no Jacoby Brissett to trot out there on third and one or fourth and one. Uh, and, and the Dolphins seemed to figure it out every time they had a fourth down play. But if you're going to be one of these football teams that really contends for whether it's the AFC East or a playoff spot for a wild card berth, you have to convert those short gains. And the Dolphins again today struggled. But to your point, like Chase Edmonds, every time the Dolphins needed some sort of big play, it seemed like he was there in the backfield making a big play from Tua. Wasn't on the ground. It was in the passing game. And that's huge. And, uh, and I, I love that. And and how about let's pop some bottle noses. We didn't even mention it. Jalen Waddle, play of the game. No doubt about oh, it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, he and that's I think that's the thing that he's gonna love about it is because there's a lot of double teaming of Tyreek Hill. A lot of people were, were scared yep. of Tyreek Hill. Jalen Waddle, he's running there willy nilly. He goes, Wee! just running the nobody there to see me. So that was great for him. Uh oh, dude, we gotta talk about our boy. The guy who is uh, the unsung of the defensive line, your boy, Zach Sealer. This man, he is a monster in the middle. Like if you if you are trying to run against Zach Sealer, you are running against a brick wall. This is not going to go. This is not going to turn well for you. Nobody gets by Zach Sealer. Nobody. Nobody. I, I don't care who you are. Nobody got by Zach Sealer today, and uh, he he definitely deserves a couple bottle noses pop for him today. I, I don't know. I don't know how many we have left. I don't know how many bottles we uh, we bought today, but he he deserves a couple pop for him. Zach Sealer was awesome. He is uh, he's a hell of a story. Definitely goes unsung in the star-studded offense. Uh, my blowhole of the game, new segment, blowhole of the game. Adam <laughs> Archuleta, 
dude, you gotta have more fun. Like you are a real. I know you were sitting and you were listening to Jimmy and Joe today, Solana. Let me tell you about this Adam Archuleta. What a curmudgeon! I mean, he was just raining on the parade the entire time. He goes, "Well, I mean, they are up twenty to seven, but what, Greg, what do you think we've really learned about Tua here today?" I'm like, "Hey, guy, why don't you talk about your little boy wonder there, Mac Jones McCorkle, because he's pooping the bed left and right." I don't hear a peep at all he's doing. He's blaming coordinators and lack of talent and all these excuses that I, that Tua never got. Archuleta's out here. He's throwing life rafts out to McCorkle. Incredible. What a, what, a, what a jerk you are, Archuleta. I hate not watching the TV broadcast because I miss things like that. Like, you know, Adam Archuleta. We, we really – the Dolphins, for being one of the more exciting teams – they kind of got screwed on the uh, on the CBS broadcast this oh, week, man. right? With the Archuletas of the world. Yeah, because um, they wanted to, you know, I think they were probably where they were. They had number one team was in Kansas. Oh, no, they were in Arizona for Kansas City, Arizona. I heard Romo because right. I heard, oh, Jim. Heard him in the background today. Um, I don't know who was on the Baker Mayfield uh, Bowl. I, I think that probably would have been their number two team, but. No more of this Archuleta. I'm sick of them. By the way, CBS, wake up. Wake up. The Dolphins are one of the best and most exciting teams in the league right now. Really one of the more exciting teams. And you have Mike McDaniel strutting down the sideline, rocking his Air Force Ones, clean as ever. You have Tyreek Hill giving you the quote of the year right after the game. Enough with the Adam Archuletas of the world. Hey, give us Romo. All right? Give us Romo. We're exciting. We're new. We're fun. We're young. Give us Romo. Enough with the Archuletas. What do you think of the odds that somebody shows up to the next Dolphins game at home with a wheelbarrow with giant uh, nuts? Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. 100%. Definitely happening, right? Now, I don't know if they're going to be able to get it in the stadium, but that's definitely going to be the tailgate. Well, I, I maybe I'll do it. Maybe you, I'll do you know it what? in the You'll broadcast booth. Yeah, you got connection security. Who's yeah. going to stop you? I'm looking next week. Okay, so CBS, they have New York versus Cleveland. That ain't getting Romo. Uh, New England-Pittsburgh, I could get Romo. They love those two franchises. Indy-Jacksonville. Indianapolis tied today. They're not getting them. Jacksonville, come on, bro. I mean, like, what? Uh... <laughs> Cincinnati, Dallas. Oh, Romo's definitely going to go there. Fight's over. Any chance yeah. he gets to go to Dallas, it's going to go there. Yeah. Houston, Denver. Bleh. Arizona, Vegas is decent. But there's a chance. I mean, Dolphins versus Ravens next week is definitely a feature game of the 1 o'clock slate. I think it's probably probably the best game for sure. Maybe the only other one that's comparable is saints Bucks. In the one o'clock slate, I mean, but Lamar Jackson is definitely one of the stories of the year. And then you have Tua; he's obviously a big deal. There's ties there with you know Lamar Jackson liking the Tua picture. I feel like if you're CBS, you said Romo there. We'll find out if uh, if the CBS producers are paying attention to Lamar Jackson's Twitter likes. That's what right. we're going to find out. Um, and by the way, the Saints missed me with all that. They needed a, a a field goal to beat the Falcons today, 
and 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 this Jameis Winston throwing throwing a bomb late in the game. It it it, it was a joke. It was a total joke. The the, the <laughs> Saints. Um, but but Tobin, looking at next week, like it's gonna be a fun game because yeah, I I don't know if you saw some of these highlights from the uh from the the Ravens Jets game. The Ravens ended up winning twenty four to nine, but Lamar looks good. He's betting looks on himself. Good. Looks good, dude. I mean, I, like I I. He is I, – I don't get it. I Like, I, I get the past days of people being scared of running quarterbacks, but, like, he is not a guy who can't throw the football. And I think that the thing that scares people is, uh, like, the athleticism is going to go away a teeny bit, and then what will he be if you take a higher way of that? And then the throwing, will he, I guess, vault? I don't know. But for me, like, he is not this uh, this this one-trick pony, and I don't know what the hell the Ravens are doing. It's it's a really interesting thing, and I know a lot of people love him down here because he's from South Florida. And look, there's honestly a lot of people who would love to see him as Dolphins quarterback if that opportunity were to ever come. But he uh, he looked good, but also it's against the Jets. I mean, you know. it's against the Jets. Did you see, by the way, how many passes Joe Flacco threw in this game? No, why would I look at Joe Flacco's stats? How many did he throw? <laughs> he threw 59 passes today oh against uh, he. Uh, for context, Lamar Jackson was 17 of 30. Joe Flacco was 37 of 59 for 307 Jesus. yards. Fireman Ed must have been miserable. I mean, this Fireman Ed must have – he must have left in the third quarter. Well, he did quit the team one time. You remember that? That was the thing. Fireman Ed, uh, he, <laughs> he quit on the Jets. Well, everybody he was else back today, has. though. I saw a clip of him. He was did back you? today. Uh, yeah, what a phony. What a phony.